Welcome to another Lifting Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Emsley, and today I want to talk about why I took a recovery diet approach rather than a reverse diet approach um, after um, my competition prep got cancelled or my competition got cancelled. Um, but before I get into talking about exactly what a reverse diet and a recovery diet are, I want to talk about some of the negative consequences of staying at a very lean body fat percentage and how you feel, how what those physio- physiological um, markers are and psychological um, determinants are when you are super lean. Um, so for psychological, when you are below that 10% body fat um, your heart hormones are definitely going to be um, dysregulated. Your testosterone levels are going to be a lot lower. Um, so your libido isn't going to be there. Um, <laughs> when it comes to hunger, when you're below 10% body fat, um, your hormone known as ghrelin is going to be very heightened. Um, your leptin hormone is going to be uh, very suppressed. So your hunger is going to be very high. Um, when it comes to metabolism, uh, your metabolism does downregulate when you um, get to these low body fat percentages. For example, for me, um, when I was um, at the peak of my off season, my maintenance calories were probably about um, 3,700 calories or 4,000 in between there. When I got down to the lowest body fat percentage uh, for my competition prep, um, I was at, uh, my maintenance calories were probably about 2,800. Um, so it's pretty well like a thousand calorie drop in my metabolism. Uh, a lot of that is due to what is known as NEAT, so non-exercise activity thermogenesis, just by simply not moving, not fidgeting as much, um, and things like that. Um, but, uh, and then another thing is sleep. Uh, the quality of sleep definitely isn't, uh, great as your cortisol levels are high. Um, for me personally, um, I was starting to get that the last two or three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks um, in uh, of my competition prep. I was definitely having a hard time getting past six hours of sleep. Um, I was having a hard time falling asleep due to hunger as well. Um, and just the cortisol being heightened, it just makes you get up earlier as well. Um, and then strength and performance in the gym is definitely down. Like my strength... Um, especially in like my compound lifts, like my squats and my bench were definitely a lot lower than they usually are in my off season. Um, so those are some of the physiological markers that uh, decline um, from psychological or psychologically. Um, you get a lot more irritable. I definitely was feeling a lot more irritable, especially the last month and a half of my prep. Um, a lot more food focused. Uh, I find myself, uh, found myself just constantly thinking about food all the time. Um, and my, my stress levels too, due to that cortisol being higher. Um, they've actually shown in research compared to comparing somebody that's in competition prep to how they are in their off season or when they're um, not super lean. There's actually a seven fold increase in your stress levels when you are at these low body fat percentages. So it's very important. <laughs> um, that's why I don't recommend uh, the average individual to get down to those extreme low body fat percentages unless they're wanting to compete, unless they're, they have a big goal of competing or um, doing a photo shoot, you don't have to go to that quite to that extreme. Um, 
But yeah, and a lot of times with these competition preps, um, after them, a lot of people do get temporary eating disorders just because all these things, all these hormones are just so dysregulated. Um, for myself, um, when that show got cancelled, I was definitely not bodybuilding competition lean. Um, I was likely, um, when I actually did uh, my DEXA scan three years ago, I was 170 pounds um, one week out from my show. When I did the DEXA scan, they said I was 6.1% body fat. I do believe that was under, um, they predicted lower than it should should have been i believe i was probably about like a seven or eight as i still didn't have like those feathers in my quads or um the glute striations so i definitely don't think i was quite that lean um but i'm uh i was definitely feeling all of these um different uh negative effects from being super lean and same with the last month or so of my um this prep i was definitely feeling all these things um, so in order to get back to normal, to get your hunger levels back, to get your testosterone levels back up, um, to start just feeling like a regular human being and stop <laughs> think, being so focused on food when you're going out for dinner with people that you can't even focus on the conversation. <laughs> so like it's you want to get back to normal. But uh, this means you can't just simply go out and eat everything in sight or eat till you actually physically feel or until you mentally, mentally feel satisfied as you will greatly overeat. Um, for me, I actually had one day, um, I guess it was two weeks ago, I just wanted to see actually how much food I could consume to feel uh, mentally full. Um, and so I, I tracked the amount of calories I had. Um, I ended up consuming over 10,000 calories just to feel mentally full. Um, physically, I was a little bit, I wasn't even actually extremely bloated. I was still consuming mainly whole foods. I think probably 70% of my food was coming from whole food. So that just goes to show how dysregulated uh, my hormones were during this prep. Um, and like in my off season, um, when my hormones are in, uh, in place or regulating properly, um, typically I have a hard time getting over 4,000 calories. So I was literally consuming twice that amount, um, and just feeling satisfied there. So that's why it's very important not to eat till you're mentally satisfied, um, after competition prep or after, after your show, or else you can greatly gain like 30 to 40 pounds of body weight. Um, my last competition prep, I didn't have too much structure around it. Um, I wanted to do a reverse diet. I wasn't able to adhere to the reverse diet and fell off. And I ended up gaining 30 pounds in like three or four weeks. So you can definitely gain a lot of weight in a short period of time, which is a lot of that's going to be body fat because you're, your body is primed to gain that fat back because it wants you to get those reg uh, those hormones back to a good spot. Uh, a lot of bodybuilders back in the day thought that they were primed for muscle growth right after competition, but you aren't simply, your body's just not regulating properly. Um, so when you do gain weight, it's going to be a majority uh, fat mass, uh, obviously a lot of water retention and stuff too, but that's why it's very important to get back up to a healthy body fat range so you can start making progress in the gym, um, start building some muscle mass. Um, so what I want to talk about is why I took a reverse approach rather than a recovery or why, sorry, why I took a recovery diet approach rather than a re reverse diet. 
Um, so before I um, say why I did that, I just want to talk about what exactly is a reverse diet. So typically, um, a reverse diet is just very slowly, gradually increasing your calories up over time um, from that uh, deficit. So what you would essentially do is find out what your current maintenance calories are um, when you after you've been dieting down. So they're going to be different than what they were in your off season. For example, mine um, was 2,800. Um, so essentially, what you, compared to about um, uh, 3,700 or between 3,700 and 4,000 calories was my off-season maintenance. So for my maintenance, it was 2,800. So essentially what you would want to do with a reverse diet is be at maintenance calories for a little bit of time and then slowly bump up your calories by 50 to 100 calories. Um, just to very slowly build up your metabolism, um, which you can do or else you can do it a little bit faster and put yourself into a slight calorie surplus of uh, 250 calories. Um, so instead of being uh, 2,800, maybe up to like 3,050, um, and then slowly build up uh, each week, adding about 50 to 100 calories. So this is a very gradual approach to gaining that body fat back. Um, you can do this. It is the most challenging thing to do. Um, it's more challenging to do than the actual diet itself to compete for the show because you have that goal and that end goal in mind. Whereas after your show, you don't actually have a goal that's close enough to keep motivating you. So a ton of people end up falling off and can't stick to this reverse diet. And a lot of times, if you're doing a reverse diet, the first month or so, your weight might even maintain. Your metabolism might just slowly speed up. Um, yeah, you'll look lean. You'll um, you'll be able to consume more food, but you will still have all those negative uh, side effects of being at a low body fat percentage. Your hunger is still going to be really high. Um, your testosterone levels are still going to be low. Um, you're still going to be irritable. So um, that's why I personally don't think the reverse diet for somebody that's just finished competing or just finished um, or is trying to get from being extremely lean back to a healthy body fat percentage is a good way about good way of going about it um, for somebody that's an average individual that um, is getting down to a healthy body fat percentage say they get down to like 12 percent body fats um, and then they want to start consuming more calories having a reverse diet approach is definitely really beneficial as you can remain at that exact same body weight and keep boosting up or increasing your calories over time and be able to have more calories and being at that same body weight. But uh, for somebody that is already very, very lean, trying to do that, take that approach um, is just usually not realistic and most people can't actually adhere to it. I've tried it in the past and it just didn't end well. You end up going into like binge cycles with it. You end up trying to hit these low calorie targets, like trying to hit 3000 calories. Um, and still having that insane amount of hunger. Um, so that's why taking that, uh, uh, taking what is known as a recovery diet, which I'm gonna talk about next, is gonna be more beneficial. Um, so essentially with the recovery diet, you're trying to get back to um, feeling healthy, get your body fat levels back to a good spot a lot quicker than with the reverse diet. Obviously not so fast where you're gaining like 40 pounds in one month or in a couple uh, couple weeks. Um, you still want to do it in an appropriate fashion. Um, also with this as well, um, being a little bit looser with tracking your macros, with tracking your calories, so you can help with that psychological 
fatigue that comes with uh, rigorously tracking your macros within like five grams. So being a little bit looser with it as well. So with a recovery diet, typically within like a four week period, um, you want to gain about five to 10% of your total body weight. For me, um, I know I wasn't quite stage lean, like I probably would have been under 170, but for example, I was at 173 pounds for my lowest weigh-in um, for this competition prep. Um, so from there, adding 5% would take me up to about 182 pounds, um, and then adding 10% would take me about 190. Um, so being between 182 and 190 is kind of the range you want to fall within after that four week period. So that I've actually been pretty successful with my recovery diet. I've been sitting roughly between 188 and 189 in the morning for the past couple of days. So a little bit on that higher end. Um, my hunger is definitely a, more suppressed now. I'm feeling better. Energy levels are up. I can still tell um, I would comfortably be able to probably eat about six to 7,000 calories still. So my appetite is still quite a bit higher than it should be, but that will come down within these next two or three weeks. Um, but strength in the gym is definitely a lot better, feeling good. Um, definitely is not quite, not as, not so food focused when I'm hanging out with friends. Like I can actually have a full on conversation if we're going out for dinner without just staring at the menu or just like trying to eat. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's the main reason, uh, with the recovery diet, uh, some downsides are you do put on some body fat quicker. Um, so you'll see your definition fade away faster and a lot of time for a lot of people, they can get that that body dysmorphia that comes with it where they're scared like they don't like the way they look anymore and they want to go back down into a deficit but you just have to embrace having a little bit more body fat you have to understand how that's going to benefit you more in the long term for me I want to be the best bodybuilder I can be and if I'm just super lean for a long period of time it's not benefiting me at all yes it might benefit me from a social media standpoint where I can post more content being lean but I want to be a competitive bodybuilder so I want to make sure I can put on as much muscle mass as I can so if I'm constantly just super lean for too long um yeah I'm I'm just kind of wasting that time period where I could be a little bit heavier a little have a little bit more body fat on me and be more primed to actually gain muscle um, so that's the main reason why um, I wanted, I went uh, or I took the recovery diet approach um, just so I can get out of that uh, low body fat percentage as soon as I can, get to a place where I'm feeling better. Um, I can essentially like have my life back, feel like a normal person again. Um, so that's why I took it. Um, yeah, if you guys have any questions um, on the live here, just let me know in the comments below. Um, but that's all I got for you guys today for this podcast. Um, I look forward to hopping on here again with Adrian on Friday, and we'll be releasing that podcast on the Monday. This podcast will be released tomorrow. Um, yeah, other than that, I hope you guys have an awesome day. Uh, peace out.